Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I am very excited today to um, be here with this beautiful soul. Her name is Marilyn Alverio. And I just had the honor of interviewing her. And what can I tell you? She is such a powerhouse. Um, she lives on the East Coast, and I am just truly honored that she was able to come and and speak to us here on the podcast. And so, who is Marilyn? So, Marilyn, um, she created the Latinas Empower Symposium. And uh, the Latinas Empower Symposium has impacted thousands of Latina professionals and entrepreneurs from across the country. And in, in her organization, um, they are set to inspire, motivate, encourage, and enable Latinas to succeed and become leaders and advocates. And you know about me. I love, love, love interviewing powerful women who are all about empowering and impacting future leaders. And so for me, it was so important for her to be here on Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast because she is not only an amazing soul, she's a champion for the Latina cause. And, you know, it's really interesting how this all comes about because it's by the power of connection, right? And so I met her through my beautiful amiga, Dr. Veronica Estrada, and I just was like, oh, yes, please, please. I want to meet her. I want to meet her. And so let me just give you a little backstory about Marilyn. Um, she grew up in an urban neighborhood um, out in Connecticut, and um, she understood volunteerism, volunteerism, and community um, because she's, uh, you know, she's also um, a child of parents that migrated from the U.S. 
from Puerto Rico in the early 1950s. And so it was so instilled in her life, all about la familia, about culture, about language, and being involved in la comunidad. She earned her BA from the University of Connecticut and later an MBA from the University of Phoenix. And she's worked in the corporate arena for many, many years. As a matter of fact, for over 20 years. Um, She has held numerous management positions within airlines, pharmaceutical, education, financial, and health insurance industry. And also, as an entrepreneur, she led Ethnic Marketing Solutions for nine years, um, which was an an agency that focused on strategic marketing for companies um, that were interested in learning about and tapping into multicultural markets. Um, She is a recognized multicultural marketing professional and um, is an extraordinary individual, a beautiful soul. And um, I love that um, she's been a trailblazer and um, she also paved the way for other women, women of color. And I'm just excited to have her here and you get to listen a little bit about her and what she's been up to. And um, she has a beautiful um, called Tapping Into Your Power, and this is their 20th anniversary. So there's a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about. So without further ado, this is Marilyn. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I have such a beautiful soul here with me. I am, I am so elated and and just so profoundly grateful for this beautiful soul here. And I'm telling you, she is where I hope to be one day. And this is such a beautiful, beautiful meetup because it, I was introduced to her by our mutual friend, Dr. Veronica Estrada. And she was telling me, Jackie, she is where you're going to be. And I'm like, who who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? And she's like, okay, Marlene Alverio. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? The first name is Mariling, Mariling or Marilyn. Oh, it's like Marilyn Monroe. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The Puerto Rican version. Yes, yes. So here's the thing. So she's telling me like, I need to meet you. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, of course. And so as soon as you said yes, I was like, oh my God, could that be how I I felt like I manifested this? (laughs) Because I've always been like, I feel like I'm kind of on the limb. Because this podcast, the word shit, nobody, you know, some people may get scared. And then, and then I find I find through these beautiful synchronicities these amazing women just like you and I'm so 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 happy to, that you're here with me on Amiga Handle Your Shit and so let me tell you a little bit about this beautiful soul Marilyn is the founder and CEO of Latinas and Power now there I, before we got on the mic we had a really cool conversation about how this name came about and of course you amigas need to find this find this out because it really correlates with a woman's power and authenticity. And so here we are, and I am grateful to you. Welcome, welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thank you, Jackie. Actually, the name 
Amiga handle your shit was it just sent chills all over my body. I'm like to have a Latina out there bold enough, confident enough to lit to give that name to her podcast. I want to meet her. That was my first initial reaction. But yeah, thank you so much. Yes, our mutual friend, Dr. Veronica Estrada uh, is working with me on a project. And uh, we've been having these, you know, wonderful organic conversations just about um, what we need mm -hmm. in order to level up and yes. to take that next step in our career or our business. And so I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about the project, but I first wanted to say I met Veronica through Dr. Yasmin Davids. Mm -hmm. and so yes. that's, that's another powerhouse out right. there. We right. have so many wonderful Latinas throughout the country that are doing some amazing things. And when we get together, it's almost as if we um, automatically just become this, this, this is sisterhood yes. that is happening in this movement of Latinas that are positive thinkers, that are supporting each other, that are saying yes to each other. Not, oh, I don't know about the name of your podcast. No, I don't know if I'm available or all of that. No, just show up and say yes, mm -hmm. if you are able to. And so, and be authentic about it and be sincere about it. So I'm finding a lot more Latinas like this out there. And I cannot tell you how excited I am about that. So when I heard your name, uh, Amiga Handle Your Shit, it automatically brought me to when I first named my network. And it was 20 years ago. Uh, and, you know, I was at a um, director level at a Fortune 100 company uh, and found that I looked around and I was the only Latina uh, at a decision making level in, a, in, in meetings. And where that really plays in, Jackie is when you are looking for someone, a trusted champion, someone that you can talk to and say, you know, I, you know, I'm not quite sure how to communicate this piece, like the corporate speak of it all. I mean, even just having somebody that could help promote you, right? There were no Latinas. No. And so I just said, you know, I didn't feel like I was getting the kind of support I needed. So I created my own group. Yeah. Um, so a group of Latinas uh, got together and we would have lunch and just talk about, hey, how did you handle that situation in that team meeting when somebody made a derogatory remark about Puerto Ricans? <sighs> and, you know, rather than to my natural reaction was wanting to lunge, right. I said, you know, I need to have a different communication style here. So let me share this with my group. And we found it was so helpful to get ideas from each other, yet yeah. that kind of collaboration effort. And so we continued that for six or seven months. After a while, we said, you know what, girls, we need to bring more Latinas into this because this is really working. And that is when I created, you know, the name Latinas and Power. Right. Um, and so the idea that the word power scares people off, similar to, you know, Amiga, handle your shit, um, to me, means that we are confident. We are sure of ourselves. We know what we need to do. I was, there were many times where people tried to dissuade me from saying, you know, Marilyn, instead of power, maybe you should call it Latinas in leadership, something a little softer. 
But for me, as a Latina, yeah. I wanted to demonstrate and change the image of Latinas that we have arrived. Yes. We're ready to do business. Mm -hmm. now, and, you know, we're ready for prime time. And not only that, there's more of me. There's more of us. So I wanted to put a spotlight on what Latinas were doing throughout the country. And then the word power has to do with the idea that we don't think we have power sometimes. Mm -hmm. We think other people have power, more power than us. And for me, the whole image of power growing up was a silver white haired man, yes. right? Yes. So I had to hold demystify that whole thing that yeah. we all have power, it's what we do with it. But right. the question is, and the question that I always ask is, who has power? How do we get power? Like, what do we do when we have it? Are we sharing it with others? Yes. And how do you pass it on? Yes. So that's where the name, that's where the name Latinas in Power came from. Wow, that is amazing. And, you know, prior to uh, this, we were talking about how you were dissuaded, like completely potential uh, brands wouldn't want to to sponsor and I and I find that to be true even with this podcast I feel like you know maybe it's a little too much for somebody which is like but then I'm like ah. <laughs> you know I'm a, I'm a trailer truck driver kind of mouth so <laughs> I, like, I, I, I was at a, a women's event you know it was women's history month so so many of us get tapped to speak at women's events and it was the national association of hispanic realtors and there was a audience of very uh, professional latinas clearly they were doing well right. um, and um and i was on the panel and i said you know i'm gonna be on this podcast called amiga handle your shit if you could just look at the faces, people were like, <laughs> so you're right. You are going to have people from, you know, that come up with, you know, maybe a different perspective of whether that is, but I think that's going to be far and few between. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with you. I feel that, I mean, I'm 49 years old and I, and I feel that language has become a bit looser, if you will, and a little bit more accepting of things. And I'm hoping that as, as Latinas, young Latinas, you know, grow into their power, they get to decide like, you know what, these words, these names, they work for us. You know, we're, we're going to be the change makers and not just be stifled. And um, these networks that you, uh, Marilyn, have, have done, this is where they get to start. So let's talk about your group. Let's talk about Latinas in Power because I'm here in LA and you are in Connecticut <laughs> on the East Coast. So, you know, let's talk about this. Like, who are these women that are coming and showing up? Uh, what what do they get to learn from you? So so if any of my my groups over here would want to go and and check out everything that's happening in Connecticut. Well, as you know, we are living in a post pandemic, hopefully, world. So um, all of our events are virtual now. Yeah. In addition to yeah, so I have the in person. We went back in person with our conference um, last year 
and now and then we added the live stream feature yeah. and that has been wonderful because i'm getting so many women from the west coast yes um, women are coming from virtually west coast chicago you know the normal suspects you know the top tier um, markets for latinos in the in the country texas miami Georgia is really stepping up and even, um, you know, folks from the DC area, of course, and then Northeast. And so, so Latinas in power, um, the, the, the whole idea and premise behind it when I created it 20 years ago. So this is our 20th anniversary this Hi, year. Congratulations. Yeah. Was to really help to begin to start changing the image of Latinas because we were still being viewed as if we're not, if we weren't too passive or not ready for prime time, not assertive enough to take on um, management and leadership roles within companies and organizations, then we were probably too loud or too, you know, um, too brash and, and all of that. And then there's that other image that people have of Latinas that, you know, we get pregnant, we're on welfare, you know, who, hot coochie mamas, you yes. know, you got the whole cleavage thing always and the thing. And mm -hmm. so I said, yeah, well, that does exist mm -hmm. in every society. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, that was what, you know, people held on to. Yeah. And I wanted to show them that, no, look at us. Look at Jackie, look at Marilyn, look at Carmen, look at Maria, look at this one and what they are doing. And so put a spotlight on a Latina success, Latina achievements. Yeah. So that was one of my, my reasons for starting this. The second part of it was that I wanted us to be able to share strategies for success with each other. Mm. I started the group and it really, like I said, started off as just a group of Latinas getting together to support each other. Right. And I said, um, wow, this is really helping, you know, when I'm talking to other Latinas because of the affinity, because we have similar backgrounds. So for me, I grew up in inner city and we didn't have a lot of money. My, both my parents worked in factories. My mom um, was pulled out of third grade in Puerto Rico. My father finished the fifth grade. So there was not the education connected with that. Yeah. Plus, you know, you know, uh, of not having money. So growing up, you don't have those kind of privileges that so many other people have, like support for education. And because my parents didn't have an education. So, you know, it was very easy for me to say to my mother, mira, mami, yo no tengo homework. Because she knew what homework was. Yeah. But she didn't know how it worked. Right. She didn't know you're supposed to sit with your kid and help them through the homework and make sure that they're doing it. So I would just say, no, you know, they got homework. <laughs> and so I ended up as a very poor um, student. Uh, I ended up graduating from high school in Connecticut, New Britain, Connecticut, at the bottom quarter of my class. Wow. So I didn't have that support. But I had an opportunity through affirmative action mm -hmm. to go to college. So a door opened up for me. Yeah. So I just felt like the opportunities that I had gotten along the way, I now have a master's in marketing. I've had a very successful corporate career is my responsibility to pay it forward, to open the door for the other little Marylands and the other Jackies that are coming behind. And I thought that was really super important. So sharing the idea that what we have learned with each other became a part of 
what the premise is for Latinas in Power. And we've been doing that, you know, through our conferences. Um, now, now with the pandemic virtually through, of course, all of the social media platforms, we run lunch and learns on different topics and webinars. We do Instagram lives. And we were just like, we actually um, ended up, I mean, there was a silver lining for a lot of us as it relates to the, the pandemic because people became comfortable mm -hmm. with you know, virtual meetings and with learning online. And right. so that was one of the things that we immediately, um, you know, got on top of and said, no, we're going to get, you know, this information out there um, through, through you know, um, social media and through virtual means, as well as to hold our in-person conference every year. And so the whole idea is inspire, motivate, encourage, and provide tools that enable Latinas to succeed, right. whether it's in their company or in their business. We need more voices out here. We need more leaders. We need more advocates. And so when someone says, pero eso está haciendo eso también, I don't care if somebody else yeah. is already doing, you know, this whole women, Latina empowerment piece. We need more people. Right. In fact, two groups here in Connecticut are bubbling up. And they invited me as a speaker to be at their conference. I didn't see it as a competition. I saw it good. That's what we need. We need right. more of us to be to get engaged and to to start doing some work that you know. For me, the idea of developing a pipeline of Latina talent is critical right now because you know civil rights. Who benefited from civil rights? Right. Mm -hmm. First group that benefited from civil rights was white women. Yeah. I'm not afraid to say it. I say it in front of white women too. Yeah. The next group that benefited from civil rights were Asian women. Mm -hmm. The next group that benefited from civil rights that was able to, you know, bubble up to the top were black women. Right. Latinas are at the bottom of the podium pole in terms of um, really having had those kind of opportunities. So that's why we represent less than 2% in the C-suite. We're less than 2% on boards. I think it's like 1% in executive levels and less than 4% in management positions throughout the country. Like now, compare that to the fact that Latinas are the largest work group in the country behind white women. Wow. Something's not adding up. Jerry. No, no, it's certainly not. This is ridiculous. Absolutely. I absolutely. always think here in the state of California, we will be the majority. Latinos mm -hmm. will be the majority. But in terms of influence, mm -hmm. we are not. We are exactly. not. Absolutely. And so, you know, we have been spinning our wheels for way too long and waiting our turn. It feels like we're constantly waiting our turn. And you know, what's interesting about that is that we've gone along with it in part because it's part of our cultural heritage. Yes. To dejar que todo el mundo coma, que todo el mundo tiene la comida. Everybody has, do you speak Spanish? You yes, sí, claro. Yeah, we still have a little bit of that mentality. Um, not so much for professional women like you're 
myself and myself because we're very independent. But the majority of Latinas, we've done research projects, Jackie, and I'm still hearing something that is heartbreaking to me. And when we talk to women and, you know, run focus groups and, and all of that, and uh, one of them is saying, you know, I'm hearing messages from my own family that says, so great you have a good job, that you got that promotion and you're making good money, but don't look better than the man. Mm. So there is this thing that psychologically and culturally right. is holding us back when someone says, uh, do, you know, we're, do you want a stretch assignment? Oh, how much time is that going to take? Is it going to take time away from my husband, family, life? Da, 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 da. And right. so we don't always accept those opportunities that come our way. Right. And it's absolutely amazing. So sometimes we you know, hold our own selves back, even when there is an opportunity on the table. Definitely. Still hearing those messages. Uh, definitely. And I hear and see it in over here on the West Coast. It's like, like all the Latinas that I've been working with are like, oh, well, you know what? I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can because my husband has this, 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 this. And then I come last. And I always tell them, I said, listen, you got to pour your cup first in order to pour over to others. Because if you are depleted, guess what's going to happen? The family unit is going to just bust. It's going to bust because you have been depleted. So in my opinion, I've always, I always press it upon uh, the, the women that participate in my courses that I'm like, no, enough is enough. Those days are over. You need to think about you first your needs, because if once you pour into yourself, then you live in overflow and then everybody else gets a piece of you, not the other way around. Right. And I love what you're saying. I'm like, I love all this, uh, this talk <laughs> about what's been going on in society. And, you know, I know you did a report recently and you sent it over to me. And I was like, astonished. There was um, one thing that just stood out like crazy that in the year 2197, women now will be at the current rate um, in terms of pay. 2197? I was like, are you kidding me? I'll be dead and my daughter will be dead too. Yeah, absolutely. It's not in it's not in our lifetime. No. Um, you know, you know, like right now, um, when we look at the pay gap, for example. Uh, Latinos are making 57 cents on the dollar compared to a white male. Mm -hmm. That's even lower when it comes to women that are coming from Central America and South America, Guatemalans and Hondurians, because many of them are in the service industry. So those numbers even go lower to 50 to 52 cents on the dollar. So, you know, we have a, a major serious problem here. Of course, it's all related to your, your education level, you know? So, I mean, I wasn't making 57 cents a dollar when I was working in corporate at the director level, but I was probably making 80. I wasn't compared to, you know, like compared right. to a white male. So yeah, there's some statistics in this report that just, um, you just go, what? <laughs> like that is happening. And you know what else is interesting here? When this report, we just did it last March on Women's History Month. So we got a lot of eyeballs on it. Yeah media coverage on the local news stations and all of that is that there's another report that came out 10 years ago 
maybe it was even 15 years ago. And it was about um, Latinas in the US, Latina leadership. And it was a dissertation that was done. And nothing's changed. We're finding the same, it was the same findings. It's so when you think about, are we moving the needle? Really aren't moving the needle, Jackie. And mm -hmm. so that is why we need to be bold. That yeah. is why we need to have, you know, the conversations like what you're doing with this podcast yeah. and to bring more voices in at the table. You know, somebody said to me, because I reached a director level in corporate, right. and then I hit the glass ceiling. Yeah. And a lot of it had to do with my style. I was a little bit too, you know, um, friendly, they yeah. say. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so there's this whole thing about um, being a little bit more reserved in the corporate environment. Right. And your, our Latinaness sometimes doesn't align with mm. that. Yeah. Because we do like to touch. We do like to hug. We do like to kiss. We do like to, you know, um, I don't, I didn't, didn't think that I was speaking loud, but apparently, um, and no matter how much knowledge I had about the topic, I always seemed to have gotten overlooked. Yeah. And so then I heard that term, if you're not invited to the table, create your own table. Yes. And that's exactly what I did with Latinas in Power. Yes. I created my own table. Yes. And now, 20 years into doing this as my pay it forward, I'm building it out. I'm standing it up um, to build this Latinas in Leadership Institute that's ready to launch in just a, a, a few weeks. And it's because I created my own table. Yes. Able to be much more agile around some of the things that need to happen in order for Latinas to level up, to succeed, to have those kind of opportunities that we need and to open the door. And what I'm finding, I'm learning. So I can't even tell you how much I'm learning just along the way is that affinity membership organizations uh -huh. are very important. Right. Affinity membership groups, leadership programs is where we can talk about these things. This is where we can talk about being in the sandwich generation. Yeah. This is where we can talk about the challenges connected with that. This yeah. is where we can talk about how we're doing everything in the house and you know and 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 we're not getting the kind of support that we need. This is the places that we can say how did you handle that? Yeah. Those affinity groups, women's especially women's groups are the place that we can really begin to find our true self understand what our true gift is because we are supporting each other. And that was the other thing I found. It, as I'm doing this work, I'm realizing that so many, is, there's, some, there's this synergy that is going on with Latinas right now. Yes, yes. Like we are starting to connect West Coast, East Coast. Right. Perfect example today. Like-minded. We understand the importance of supporting each other, yes. elevating each other, giving each other our time to each other so that you could succeed. I want your podcast to succeed. You want my leadership program to succeed. Who else can we bring into this thing? Right. And we're finding more and more Latinas that are getting it. Porque el quítate tú para ponerme yo is yes. going away. Yes. 
Yes. I'm feeling it. And yes. I'm feeling the support system. This, the, I mean, they call it a tribe sometimes. Tribe is not just, you know, not necessarily how I refer to it, but I really do refer to it as this sisterhood is happening. And if we stay on this train, yeah. we are going to get to a place where we can write the narrative. We are, we are expressing our voice because honestly, Jackie, if you ask me, who are the Latina leaders in this country? I can't think of one name. No. I can think of some celebrities that have yeah. gotten status. Um, a couple of politicians that have gotten status. Um, you know, when they do those things, top 50 Latinas in the U.S. and all of that, and I look at the profiles and I look at, but what are you doing to give back to the community? Yeah. I'm not seeing it. I'm sorry. There are some. I shouldn't generalize. Right. But for the most part, it's how high did you get within your organization? And um, I, d I don't know what the criteria is because I see some badass Latinas out here making some noise happen. And nobody is writing about them. Yeah. You know what? You're very right. I mean, as when you asked about the question of like what Latina, no, I don't. I completely agree with you. I mean, celebrities, I can think of what, um, what's your name? Um, well, you have J-Lo and you have Eva Longoria because now yes. she's on CNN again and you have, you know. Yes. But no, no. Nadian. Nadian. Like, and and it's true for the males too. I mean, I'm not saying that we have some, you know any male representative, but Latinos don't really have any real leadership because we're not necessarily as united as yes. we should be. We're still exactly. operating in silos. Yeah. Mira la comunidad judía. Yeah. I I am constantly admiring the Jewish community. Right. How they operate. Yeah. You know, and they're wonderful people. I know that they get this bad rap, but like I just go like. That model, Asian, how the Asian people do it. Latinos don't do it that way. I that know. Model. It is crazy. It is so we don't crazy. buy from each other. We don't buy from each other. No. We would rather go to a white store right. or another store instead of going to, you know, Mira, I have a whole line that I just created. A whole, I have, a friend of mine just created a makeup line. I can't wait to buy from her. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's I so go to Alta. I don't need to go to Alta. I can get it from a Latina that is doing this. Right, We're right. Not We're not doing that. And so I love what you're doing because you are creating these groups to teach Latinas, hey, it's going to, it's from this group, it's going to be bigger and bigger and bigger so that we do buy from one another, that we do support from one another that we create a world where we are lifting each other up, not putting each other down because the white people want us to put each other down. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so my um, so my new project, um, you know, I, I was doing the Latinas in Power as a network was an annual conference, sold out every year. I would bring in celebrities. I would bring in successful Latinas, successful Latina motivational speakers. I've had it all. If you ever look at my website, you see a lot of people out there, including uh, Rita Moreno. You yes, know, I was like, like, I was yeah. looking through your website and I'm like, oh my God, she's got everything. Everybody here. Uh, and Ro I don't know if you know Rosie Perez. Yes. She loves it. As a matter of fact, she's going to send me a little 
message for the 20th anniversary coming up. She'll send me, a, you know, I'm having them just kind of like record on an iPhone saying, hey, congratulations. on So yeah. we can do a conference. That conference is June 1st in Hartford. And what I'll do is to offer all of your listeners a free virtual code so they can get in because it's uh, usually $25. So I just want to support you and you can put it out there. However Thank you, you. I appreciate that. Yes, okay. definitely send it to me. I'll I'll be able to put it in the show notes so that okay. they can grab it and pick it up. And you'll join us, you know, um, virtually. Um, the only thing you'll be missing is an hour in the morning because we start at nine and I was trying to be considerate of LA because I didn't think they'd want to, you know, start a conference at 6 a.m. Yeah. So we started at, we start the live streaming component of it at 1030. Okay. Um, and I'm a salsa dancer. So I do come in, I have a DJ and I do come in dancing salsa for my That is awesome. Uh, Yeah, and then, you know, you bring your whole self to work is what I call it. Because, you know, we can do serious work, but we don't have to take ourselves seriously. Mm -hmm. And really showing others, you know, like who we are, what our culture is all about, I think is super important. So we have the June 1st event um, coming up and I'll give you a code for that. but three years ago, my sponsors um, said to me, Marilyn, we love what you're doing. We love the energy. We love your audience. You know, you've really been successful in attracting Latina professionals. And you asked me earlier, like, who are these women? Where are they coming from? Well, you know, it did start off here in Connecticut, but then it quickly expanded to the Northeast. And then before you knew it, you know, all of my friends from around the country, because I was a national director for for um, in marketing for in when I was in the corporate arena. So I have a lot of people I know out there. And so I started inviting people here. And before you know it, we started saying, people started saying, hey, I want to join your, you know, I want to come. I heard it was great because it's a corporate event, but we do it with uh, a, with a, with a slice of, of salsa and culture and yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they said to me, Marilyn, we love what you're doing and we want more. We want more programmatic initiatives. Mm. We want to be able to get more engagement with your um, followers. So I put pen to paper and I wrote the concept for a learning institute. And I'm now, um, it's called the Latinas in Leadership Institute or affectionately, because you know us Latinas, we love to label things like Lala and Lola. (laughs) Mine is Lily. Lily. (laughs) Mine is Lily. Yes. Latinas in Leadership Institute, and um, here's my little logo here, and I'll yes. send you all the Yes, please, please. And um, and basically, the Latinas in Leadership Institute um, is taking what we learned in the um, report. So yeah. the findings in the report infused how we wrote the curriculum. So Dr. Veronica Estrada, Dr. Lamari Bonilla out of Pennsylvania worked together and we created the curriculum based on what Latinas were looking for. They told us, look, here's where we feel like we're lacking. So we created this piece around four learning pillars. Yes. And you're going to love it. The four learning pillars are growth mindset Mm -hmm. and really understanding the development of your identity, of your professional self, assessing where you are right now using strength finders and other tools that that we'll be using and then trying to determine you know where you need to go from there so there's yeah. a whole three courses that are correct that are, are created around that authenticity 
So really being able to um, know what our gifts are. Right. We are enough. We have, each one of us has something to offer, to give, to focus on. We all have it. And so when we think about, okay, but oh, what do I have? No, you have enough. So really being able to um, tap into that, your true self and how that helps you to maneuver the waters through your organization or your business or politics or any of that. Nice. So when I was growing up, I remember the first time that I spoke in front of people, Nana, I could hardly say boo. I was shaking. I was so afraid of public speaking. And so I'm not anymore. Right. But <laughs> you, you're, we're, what we're talking about is when you are able to get someone to understand that, number one, they have something to say, okay? And what you're saying, because when, when I first started speaking uh, and I said something and someone said to me, oh, that was brilliant. I was like, it was? <laughs> and so you don't even know. And so, you know, positioning women so they understand that. The third learning pillar is on leadership influence. Under leadership influence, and this is really what, helps us with our emotional intelligence piece and all of that. Yeah. And then the last learning pillar is on social justice and civic engagement yeah. because we could elevate ourselves, but what we learned in the report is that women wanted to get more involved in community organizations that were doing good work as part of what they learned during the pandemic about yeah. themselves, right. about how they wanted to give back. So yeah. it was pretty interesting. So what we're gonna have women do for that piece of it is they're writing, their capstone project is a white paper. The white paper is going to be based on issues impacting the Latino community. So we're talking about mental health. Yeah. We're talking about disparities in education. We're talking about domestic violence. We're talking about building wealth. Yes, yes. wealth money talking about money and all of everything that is connected with that our groups will then write the white paper and we will be offering them a business writing coach which was another skill that they said is lacking in our findings they're like i need to learn how to write better yeah so yeah. offering them that so the way we've created um this leadership program um will be it's a 14 week program so it's a three and a half month window um, we will start off with an in-person um, immersion weekend. Mm. So the team building component, getting to know Jackie, right. what a, how do we build that connection with each other, as well as how the program works. And then some speakers um, that will help us to um, have our capstone project in sight, right? Then we will do one day a week, three hours virtually okay next, you know uh, and then we will we'll have a soft virtual ceremony before the end of december december 9th it's actually okay. then they work once a month with their business writing coach on their white paper it's only a five-page white paper then in june they graduate across my stage at the latinas in power conference mm. so we're looking to bring at least 16 women together wow Half of them will be early career. So you need to have at least three or four years that are you're in business or the workplace or whatever. And then eight women that are in mid-career and then we're gonna match them up. So, because we are 
dealing with this generational kind of gap between communication with our younger generation. And so we thought, you know, that would be a good way to have them work together. So the program is very well thought out. We're ready to open the doors and um, invite people to either support us or for companies to send their high potentials. Yeah. Or even if they're not a high potential, even if there's somebody that, you know, they feel um, would benefit from a Latina leadership program, um, we're creating this for you. And companies said, you know, we are looking for interventions. We are looking for solutions yeah. to help elevate our Latinas within our organizations. And this is not just corporate. This could be nonprofit, government, municipal, you know, small yeah. business. We really would rather have a good mix representing right. all of those sectors. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love this. I love that that first you go into your event and then they can then participate in this intense program of learning and growing. And um, I, I feel like sometimes when you go to an event, then you're left like, oh, what's next? Like deflated, right? But this is where they come and they hone in their skills and they get more education and I'll see it. But that's the thing is not, we're not, we're not going to be able to do it. I get 450 people at my conference. So sometimes 500, you know, so it's, it's not for everybody, right? It's for the one that is looking for what is next that you give them an opportunity. They can either be sponsored by their companies or we will subsidize some, we will look for scholarships. It's not about that. It's about finding the right women that are ready for something like this. Yeah. And that are looking for what you just said is I'm motivated. I'm inspired. You know, what is, what is next now? So. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, this is wonderful. And this is all going to happen. Is it going to happen in June or when do, when does this uh, Institute uh, start? We open the doors. Um, I think that this podcast is airing at the end of April. So we're probably are making our announcement today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we will open our doors with a website. It's called, uh, the website is Latinas in Leadership institute.com mm, yes. so we're just finishing up our website the applications so it is there's an application process we've created a really fair rubric to make sure that we're we're you know that this is the right program for you and right. that you're you know right person for this program we want it to work both ways absolutely um, so we already have I think it's six slots that are taken Nice uh, just from the companies that I've heard. They know my, they know my work and they know right. me and they go, Oh, Marilyn's doing it. Okay. Yeah, we're in. So, um, you know, you build that reputation of credibility yeah. and integrity. I can't tell people how important it is to keep your word. You know, like if you say you're going to do something, you do that thing, unless there's something serious that has occurred, not because they will dolor de cabeza. It's right. not, you know, you show up no matter what to, you know, and don't let people down, you know, your word and, and how you carry yourself, not just how you speak, but also how you dress, how you, all of these things are factors in how serious people will take you yes. and when you go to them will they give you 15 minutes on their calendar because that's all i need i don't yeah. need a half hour i can do my thing in 15 minutes i got my pitch down right. i can tell you exactly what i need what you need to hear 
Right. And you decide if, if this is something that you're interested in. Yeah. So we need to help Latinas understand how important that is as you're going through your journey is that, you know, integrity, credibility, mm -hmm. all of these things are, should be at the top of your list of how, how you are showing up. Oh, absolutely. I love those words, integrity, credibility. I always feel that I don't make a move unless it is in alignment with me. Exactly. If it's not in alignment, then that means I'm not doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so the words of integrity and credibility, those are words that are really in alignment with me and my soul, because mm -hmm. it's, it's so like, I don't do anything. I'm, I kid you not. I will not move a, a finger for mm -hmm. anyone unless I feel that there's this alignment. Right. And, um, and I, and I feel that oftentimes we, as Latinos or Latinas, we do things not because they're in alignment with us, but we feel that we have to instead mm -hmm. of we get to. Okay. And so this is wonderful. Well, you know, and when I say I say yes, I, I say yes based on what you just said. I don't just say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. I Is it in my wheelhouse? Is it aligned with what I'm doing? Um, I don't look at it, what's in it for me. That's another way of making sure that you're doing things for the right reason. Um, so, you know, we all have to have, um, we're all looking for financial stability. So of course, you know, when you're doing work is, is this going to help me pay my bills? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check number one. I mean, it's just, is this, um, does this sound to me like you got highly recommended from Dr. Veronica? So like, I didn't even have to look you up, but most of the time I do. That's the first thing I do. I go to LinkedIn, I go to social media. And if I see you out there, you know, like showing your ass and your tits and I mean, I shouldn't have said your boobs, showing your boobs and your, can we edit that out? <laughs> oh, this is, they've heard me say so many things. Okay. <laughs> I see you out there doing that kind of thing. That's not aligned with my brand. Right. Right. No, I yeah. mean. I know how to have a good time and go to clubs and dress fun and everything, but I don't have to show for me. I don't need to do some of those things. So that may not be somebody that I'm aligned with. Right. And I pay attention to all of those things. So thank you for bringing that up because that's super important. And we yeah. don't want to say yes to everything. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. To, yeah. But if we can, and if it's the right thing, then, then it's our responsibility. Yeah. Hecho y dicho. Yes, yes, yes. So, Amiga, I know that we're at the tail end of our interview. Oh, darn it. It, oh, I do. I, it always does. I, I kid you not. I love my conversations with my amigas. Before I let you go, I'd love to hear from you whether you have a, a tip or two on how an amiga can handle her shit. Because, girl, <laughs> you've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> so... I will share with you what I do. Okay. And um, I do start, I, I get up early. So I do start my day with a meditation. Mm -hmm. So quiet. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, it could just be being quiet with yourself, getting in touch with who you are, what you need to do, and um, and and what makes you happy. So for me, being happy, being at peace being serene are my priorities. Mm. I need to have that in my life. Yeah. That's number one. Number two is 
you know, my to-do list, I have pages of my to-do list. I put a little square box next to all the things I need to do every day. Every day I do, I do, I work in threes. So I go to my list and I pick three things that I'm going to get accomplished that day. Mm. I usually pick one hard one and two easy ones. You can go the other way if you want, but that's how I do it. One hard one and two easy ones. This tomorrow on my to-do list is weeding my garden. That is self-care. That is the place where I feel like I'm that's I know what I'm I know what it's gonna feel like. And that's right. like a gift to myself is go uh-huh. out there in the dirt and all of that. Another one is going to be, you know, like creating this long this email that I have to that I put off for the last two days because it wasn't the I didn't need it right then. It's a curated email that's going to be going out to Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies mm-hmm. about Lily. And it has to be the right words. It has yes. to be, the, you know, when people say I got to do an email, it's not just I got to do an email. You mm-hmm. do an email, you read it, you reread it, you look for typos, people under read all of that stuff. So for me tomorrow, I, you know, I'm dedicating to writing this email. There's probably going to be three paragraphs, but it's going to be curated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I always say to people, what's your three? What's your three? And because that's how, that's the tip that I, that I really um, use. Uh, That's one thing I do that really helps me stay organized, you know, manage the the many, because you, we have a lot of demands, you know, and all of that. And, um, you know, every once in a while, it will be going to the spa. Yes. You know, so I try to do one self-care or one something that's going to be good for my body. Mm -hmm. And then the other two is like serious work. Yes. I love it. Those are my tips. I love what's your three. What's your three? What's your three? It really, it really makes a lot of sense, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think I, I definitely, I always meditate for me. Meditation is like praying. It just, it just really resonates with me and it's super in alignment to pray and meditate at the same time. So to me, they're not separate, but once that happens, I then feel like, okay, now I'm ready for the world. When I used to be, you know, litigating, I never did this. That's why I was so unhappy. (laughs) I never did this. I never did it. I never, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that that was a thing until years, 17 years later. And so knowing now these tricks, these tools from these beautiful, amazing amigas who, who have paved the way, I feel like, God, if only we could hear these things earlier, like, like what, Jackie, you know, what's important, what you just said is, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm just thinking like, do you know how overwhelming life is? You know how much is thrown at us every day, how easy it is to go into anxiety mode, into stress mode, into all of that. So when you're handling your shit, amiga, pay attention to what you're prioritizing in your life. And the fact that what's your three is going to help you because at the end of the day, I guarantee you, you're going to feel so good about mm. and accomplished. And I'm like, I got my three things done today. Yeah. You know, and you can switch that around to, you know, whatever it is that you need to do. 
But at the, I can't even tell you how satisfying I feel at the end of the day when I've done my three. Ooh, I bet. Oh my God, for sure. I love that. Thank you so much for that because it is so important. You know, at least it keeps you organized, you know, like I'm, I love, well, as a lawyer, you know, you got to get organized and you got to put everything in your calendar. You can't miss a date, you know, all that stuff, all that jazz. Now in this world I'm in, I'm in that it's more in alignment with me, even though I put things in calendar, I'm like, "Hmm, there's wiggle room for this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's always wiggle room there's always wiggle room I look at the I look at my calendar in the morning and then I go you know what I think I'm going to try to move that one to another day because I don't have to do that one today you know and so um the fact that and I I guess you're not lawyering anymore you're not lawyering no anymore. no I stopped practicing law in uh well I can't do it immediately because of ethical obligations and all that, but it's like, I can honestly say since uh, 2021, I've been like, boom, I don't, I don't actively practice. Well, I am inviting you officially to come to Latinas and power in person on June 1st, Veronica's going to be there. We can have yeah. a wonderful time. Um, I think that you probably could run your podcast from there and find oh. a fabulous woman or something, you know, to interview or even more than one. Right. Uh, but it might think about it. Thank just, you. Thank you so much for the invitation. You come as my guest. You just got to wait. You're in L.A. Yeah, I'm in LA. Yes. No, I know. Cause Dr. V is always like, you should come and this and that. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Let me figure. I have an 11 year old. So okay. she's my priority right now. Right. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, my I, husband, my husband, I'm like, he can take care of himself. I need yeah. to <laughs> figure out yeah. things for my baby girl, but yeah, well, there will be a shot in the arm that you could use to keep going. Um, yes. in fact, um, there's another woman that is, uh, she's your age. And she just joined my board of directors and she's an attorney. Oh, um, wonderful. And um, you're just reminding me of her because you have that kind of same personality where you're not like a lawyer because lawyers usually, they have a certain speak about them. And I know, you know, <laughs> I know, I know. Even when I was a lawyer, people were like, Hi, what you are? And I'm like, I know. Hard to believe. <laughs> in fact, yeah. So she just joined, she just joined the board, and she she she's with a practice down here in Connecticut, Latina Mexicana. I think she's from California. Probably <laughs> every every Mexican is from California. But anyway, you're welcome to come. Thank you We're so smart. much. I really appreciate it, and I and I'm just so grateful to for your time here on Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast, and of course. I can't wait for everything that is happening and love to have you back again on the, on the podcast. Thank you. Y pa'lante, nena, pa'lante. Sí, 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 para, para al fondo y para adelante. Todo el tiempo. Yes. Gracias. You were delightful. You were absolutely delightful today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. 
Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima. 